today um, I'm with uh, Dawson. Today we're going to be talking about things they carry in the chapters that we have read. So I have I read um, the first chapter, Enemies, and this is a question to the group. How did the dissension between Lee Strunk and Dave Jensen affect, their, affect Dave Jensen's rationale? What kind of, what was the result of the fight? Well, I think that because they fought, like, they, like Dave was a little bit more like cautious in a way. Like mm -hmm. he kind of got him on guard because because of the whole jackknife situation. So it, I guess you can say like kind of went a little crazy if you know what I mean. Because like I mean he did break they break they broke each other's noses. Which he he little, did he did go crazy. He was yeah. all like he started shooting off into the air. Remember? Yeah. Um, everything like that, shouting uh, Lee's name and everything like that. Yeah. I thought that was so crazy. And it's over just a jackknife. I mean it's not jack like thousand dollars or something like that it's knife that's mean, yeah you know like going cycle motors you think like you think like the uh like the environment of um just like being in vietnam kind of, like played a part in it maybe yeah yeah so I guess, yeah so maybe that was probably like why he um was so like hung up about it you know yeah because like like the things that you have, like the jackknife, were the only things you really got out there. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't really go back and get some more stuff. You're kind of stuck out there. So valuables are a little bit more have more value out. In the yeah, world. they're different. It's more like the the things that you have with you are more like valuable than money. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. All right. Um, my second question, um, based on the reading, what kind of relationship um can be inferred between uh, Strunk and Jensen later on in the story. Well, like the relationship yeah. and like how well, it can be developed or I what could be developed. Mm, well, I think of, because of their predicament, it was a little bit, it was tainted because of that. And in war, like stuff like might seem a lot bigger out there than it is like if we're just like in the classroom. Mm. And I feel like it could have been tainted, but like. As you like live on with these guys in the war, I feel like it could have gotten better. Like their relationship wasn't that strong, but um, I feel like like if he were to die, like he died at the end, like they didn't really care. So it was like their relationship was never that strong. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like. I feel like the relationship between the two are gonna be like, not not become like best friends. It's more like gonna become acquaintances. Yeah, even that's kind of a stretch. It's more like it's more like an agreement between the two. Like they're gonna be like, I'm gonna trust you. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna trust you because broke my nose one time or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's a. Is the, it's, it, it's, it's, it can be um, interpreted differently. All right, now it's Lauren Buchanan's turn. <laughs> Because they fought, like, the whole jackknife thing, and, like, they kind of had that beef, 
So I think when he died, it was like a relief because like he didn't have to be like on guard anymore because he didn't have like a loose end that he didn't like in the group. I wasn't sure if he was like relieved. It was more like, like, like yeah, I guess you could say relieved because it was. Uh, he acted like the weight was just like lifted off his shoulders and stuff like that. Because um, it said like in that chapter, like he trusted him and stuff like that. But like, I don't know if it was trust. I don't know. I thought it was more like just a bond. Like it was, yeah, it was like a mutual understanding. Hey, make sure no one kills me. Right. <laughs> just make sure, you know. A burden, because like they they had they kind of had to be friends because they stuck out there in the war and they have to rely on each other. But like I feel like if it was like if they were were back at home, I don't think they would really be friends at all. I mean, I feel like if they like knew each other back at home, like they wouldn't really mess with each other like that. But like since they're out there and stuff, they really have to trust each other because they're trusting each other. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if it was. I wouldn't even call it a friendship, really. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a friendship. I mean, I because I keep saying that. <laughs> I keep saying that. It was, it's like it's unconventional. Their, their relationship is very unconventional. You know. Um. Yeah. Uh, it's now Ikaika's Raxdale's turn. Alright, so my question was, why do you think Kurt Lemmon's sister never went back to the right writing? Rat Kylie after he explained the predicament that her brother died. See, that's a tough one because it could be like he. It could be like once she never got it, or she was just like too heartbroken to like respond back. Or maybe she's not a nice person and like she just didn't care. I feel like there's so many variables because you know there's what if the plane um, that the messengers on got like shot down or the thing was like accidentally burned or I mean or if the sister just really just didn't care and she was just like whatever don't it could oh sorry but it could have been just so many options that could have happened maybe she never got it maybe she didn't get it I mean, if you did get a letter from somebody asking, like, because the way he set up the letter, it was like he was definitely asking for, like, a response, though. Because mm -hmm. like, yeah, he asked those questions at the end. Yeah, he asked her, like, questions and, like, hey, write back to me. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm thinking that, like, going over there after the war is done and stuff like that so I was just like what is wrong with this girl like why did he why did she just like respond it was frustrating I like how he was like talking yeah. about it um I think I think it's because uh, of all like the actions that's going on, and it's harder like comprehend like of all the war and killing. Yeah, it, I I feel like like war stories are very touchy because like if you 
if you press like a wrong button like while you're writing it could like it could yeah, it could trigger somebody and then you yeah it's 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 a very touchy subject you know because people like experience different things as they were like yeah so they have to like make it like hollywood-esque you know where it's like yeah 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 like the PTSD and stuff like that uh, alright so the last chapter after Lemon fainted he was very silent and wouldn't talk to anyone what do you think are his emotions after the predicament he is going through with the dentist I feel like he's um like um, what's the, what's the, pushy? Yeah, like pushy, like or not, 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 not pushy, more like guarded, maybe. Yeah, like he's silent. He's like trying to protect himself for some, from something, maybe. Um. Uh, he's maybe he had like a past trauma, like. In the, like when he was a kid or something. Like a bad experience? Yeah. You know how some kids are like scared about going to a dentist or something like that because all the scary little needles and stuff like that. So. <laughs> That's a really funny way of putting it, but yeah. Lemon tells the dentist that one of his teeth feels like it has a nail in it and he wants it removed, even though it's perfectly fine. Do you think that nail in the tooth is symbolic to a moment in his past that he's trying to get rid of? Why or why not? Because remember, like, afterward, like, he seemed, he's very relieved after he gets the tooth removed the next day. Right, so right. It's got to be something bigger than just removing probably a tooth. Probably, like, the bad experience you was talking about, mm. like, before that, it probably symbolized something else. And so once he got that tooth removed, it released that, like, bad experience from his mind. I mean, or it can just be... <laughs> it is a bad tooth, and thank God it's out, you know? <laughs> like, um, because, uh... Um, Tim O'Brien, he doesn't, I remember in one of, like, one of his, like, interviews, um, that, that podcast I listened to, he was talking about one part, like, they were trying to, like, decipher a really, like, something about trenches and how it smelled and stuff like that, and he was like, I was just describing, I wasn't trying to, like, make anything deep, and I think that's probably what he's doing right here, too, you know, so. I mean, there wasn't anything there, so I feel like it might have been standing for something else. But once it was removed, it's like kind of a weight was lifted off. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it was like a fear that he had? I think so. Okay. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. That wraps it up. That wraps it up for table three. <laughs>